0: askpat.com Dot com. What's up everybody? Pat Flynn here and welcome to episode 1245 of AskPat 2.0. This is actually a show here at the end of the month of October 2022, which means it's a where are they now episode. This is where we revisit a previous guest who has been on the show And then we ask him, well, how are things going? What has happened since you got that advice? And today we're speaking with Jillian, the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, and she's a member of SPI Pro. She's just doing some amazing things. In fact, she made a huge decision in her life since the last time we chatted in episode 1,190. So it's definitely been over a year and a lot has happened since then. And what she's building now is absolutely incredible. In fact, I dig into it a little bit because I wanna understand more about how she's doing it, but I'll let her tell you exactly what's going on. So here she is, Jillian, who is the host of Sober Powered, an amazing podcast for those who are now sober. So here we go. Jillian, welcome back to Ask Pat. We're here to catch up and see how things are going. But first of all, just thanks for taking the time uh, to hang out with me again today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me back. It's been like a year, I think.
0: It has been about a year. And we were sort of still in the middle of the whole pandemic situation the last time we chatted, or at least seemingly just coming out of it. And of course, there's still moments of it here and there, and we're still dealing with it a little bit. But that was an episode 1,190, and this is way beyond that so i'm sure a lot has happened tell us what's been going on
1: um i think the biggest thing that happened is i quit my job and i went full-time
0: congratulations that's huge
1: thank you yeah i thought you would like that
0: i love that how did that feel were you nervous at all or was it like i know this is the right thing to do
1: it's something i've been working towards for the past like year. And I've had in my head, I thought that I needed to hit this certain point to make it like the right thing to do, but I just decided to go for it. I had a lot of opportunities and I'm really happy. It's been, I think like six or seven weeks and I love it. I just went on vacation and I was telling my husband, like, I feel like life is a vacation now. Like I don't feel like I'm on vacation at all. Like I just enjoy all the parts of my life.
0: Wow. That is incredible. Now, of course, when a person quits their job or like me had gotten laid off, it's definitely a different kind of world. And, you know, with that, there are some new challenges that could potentially pop up. And I'm curious if there are any of those. And we'll get into that. But I want to go back to what you just said. You said that you had thought that you had needed to get to a certain point. What did that mean to you exactly? What was that point in your head?
1: Yeah, a certain income.
0: And... I'm assuming that you didn't quite get there, but you still made the decision anyway. What what really drove you to finally make it happen?
1: So the reason that I finally committed is because I was actually having some difficulty at work with like the culture. I had some people that were like higher up than me, like making comments towards me that were really hurtful.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. That's not good.
1: Yeah, it sucked. And like, it just got to a point where I felt like this isn't really a good spot for my mental health. So I, I worked in biotech. I had like a six figure salary. I got bonuses every three months. Like it was really hard to leave that. Cause it was just, it was so nice and I could build everything I'm working on on the side, but it got to a point where like, it didn't feel like it was good for my mental health anymore. And as a sober person, I have to be like really careful about right yeah
0: you got to surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up and encourage you and it sounded like the workplace was just not that for sure so
1: yeah exactly
0: really really courageous of you to step away from that and so where was there any worry cuz like you know the money part is a big equation in all this i mean i know that you know mental health is key and that's that should be the first focus but what was going through your head as far as well i'm going to not be making quite as much and but also i'm going to have a lot more time for the thing that I'm love and the thing that I'm doing
1: Yeah. So something I've learned from you and something that a lot of people talk about is that you should have like multiple things going on. And my mom was always someone that like, no matter what was going on, like she could always find like a thousand jobs and I've just seen her example. So I have multiple things going on. So I have like my podcast business that I'm starting. I write for WebMD so that, helps and that gets me like, and that name is just so helpful. And then I'm also teaching math part time. So I was a teacher actually before biotech. So I'm getting relevant in teaching again. So like worst case, if this never works out and it just like explodes and my podcast dies, I can always go be a teacher again. So yeah, I have a lot of different options.
0: I love that. You know, when I got laid off, I thought it was the end of the world. Right. And then it was like, I'm only supposed to be an architect. I went to school for that. And that's all I can do. I and mean, obviously that is not true. But, you know, oftentimes when we have things like that in life happen, we, we tend to think about the worst case scenario and, and not even the real worst case scenario. It's something made up, something that's just a, a fantastical story about like tragedy that never is really going to happen. So I love that you have like this thought that, you know, even if this doesn't work out, you're still going to be better off than where you were before. So that must be encouraging and uplifting to to just know that, you know, you've set yourself in the right direction.
1: Yeah, I was always trying to push this career success. I had this link like to my self-worth that getting to this like certain promotion in my career or being well-respected in my career as a biochemist that like that meant you know all these good things about me and that's one reason it was so hard to let it go but eventually I just I keep thinking about like 45 year old Jill that's who I focus on and I think like is she going to care that you grinded for another year to maybe like get these accolades and like recognition like probably not so eventually i just it was hard to let that go because it was something i felt like i could achieve but mental health is more important
0: i agree i agree I, I love that and so now you have and have had this podcast sober powered which i absolutely love and helps a lot of people how is now quitting your previous job what does that lend itself to into your work here
1: so I speak at podcast conferences. So I've spoken at Podcast Movement and I'll be speaking next month there too and Podfest. And through those experiences, I've made a lot of connections and those connections encourage me to start a network. So that's my business model now is I'm starting the first network of sober podcasts. And I have right now I have three, I'm taught in mine. So four, and then I'm talking to someone next week. So hopefully, wow, hopefully five, but you're going big. Yeah. So I kept like, I kept getting these signs, like you should do this. Like you're the one that knows how to do this and like making these connections. Um, like I met Nick, I think you work with Nick. I met him at PodFest and he was like, you got to do this. So I kept meeting these people that were encouraging me. And I figured like, why not? I kept thinking like me, no, like I can't do this, you know? So I just gave it a shot and I'm building it and it's working out and people want to work with me. And yeah, I feel really excited about it.
0: That is really amazing. First of all, congratulations on that. Cause I didn't expect that. And that's you know building a network can you tell people listening who you know they're not quite sure exactly what that means and what that entails can you can you describe a little bit about what that means
1: yeah so what i do basically is i monetize the podcasts in my network so i help get them sponsors and i help negotiate price and get them the best price that i can a lot of us unfortunately will undercharge So, it's been a pleasant surprise for some of my podcasters so far with what I can get them for the network. And also, being in a network allows you to get bigger sponsors. I'm going to try to get them as much press as I can and like attention. And we're going to all help each other grow because we all have big shows and now we're teaming up. So, it basically helps you get consistent monetization and more exposure for your show.
0: I love it. And the benefit for, a person joining the network would be obviously what you said: additional income negotiation with potential sponsors who normally wouldn't have given them the lead of the day because you're kind of working. You know, you're you're communally putting all those downloads together across the network, and you you are the one responsible for negotiating that, and then sort of you get a cut or or a rev share right with what gets trickled down to them, which is fantastic. How did you reach out to these people? Where did you find them, and and how did you start like? building those relationships to create your network?
1: So the first people I reached out to were my friends. So I've been doing this for a little more than two years. So I've made some friends with other podcasters and I've been on their shows. Some of them have been on mine. And I just asked them, I said, hey, I'm doing this thing. I don't know how you feel about it, but if you want money for like <laughs> for like not that much work on, on your part, uh, let me know. And some of them said yes. And I had like a lot of calls. And then I started reaching out to maybe the podcasters I didn't know as well. And I said, hey, I have these shows. We would love for you to join us. So that's how I started. I started with my friends first.
0: Nice. What was your process for because we're at a point now where we're making deals, right, with different podcasts and there's deliverables, there's money being moved around like how it is like i know a lot of people have had an idea to create a network similarly to what you're doing but then when it comes to like the administrative stuff and and a lot of the more technical money flowing types of, of things it kind of is kind of scary how did you learn about that and, and are there like contracts in place and you know what did you do to, to to make sure it's not messy
1: yeah that part was scary for me too because i don't know anything i i'm coming from biotech like I don't know anything about this but one of the connections that I made she works at megaphone so she helped me out a lot so now we're moving the network to megaphone because that can support a whole network they're a host by the way for anyone that doesn't know yeah and I got contracts I did a lot of research on like how to protect myself how to protect my podcasters But yeah, I have, I have a meeting with Megaphone tomorrow, actually. So when you move there, they do a lot of calls with you to teach you how to do it. But I think that tech part will be a little scary in the beginning, but I've done everything myself. I've learned everything myself so far. So I feel confident that with their help, at least I can figure
0: it out. Nice. I'm pretty sure you can. It's, it shouldn't be too difficult and that's awesome. And that way you can bring in the sponsors and sort of allocate a certain number of downloads to each and every sort of podcast in your network and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's awesome. Tell me about your plans. Like what is the ultimate goal or, or like maybe a year or two from now? What does this network look like and feel like to you?
1: I want it to be big. I want to really help my podcasters grow. I want to like when I, I haven't launched it yet. So I'm launching it in like three weeks or so I want to make a lot of noise I want everybody to know about it and I think my main priority is just like getting my podcasters more exposure more downloads for them eventually maybe run events because people really when you run a sober podcast people really they feel close to you and you're an important part of their life if they listen to you regularly or like You know, someone new to sobriety will often just like binge an entire show (laughs) to get some help in the beginning. And you become like someone that they they really care about because you help them. So I would love to run events like where people can come meet all of their favorite sober podcasters. I would love to, you know, get more shows in the network, obviously. But I think just like getting my the current shows I have as much exposure as possible.
0: Nice. I love that do you feel any pressure, you know, because these people are trusting you for certain things? Like how's your mental around the sort of pressure that might come with delivering for for the people who are part of the network?
1: Yeah, I've had a few times where I've woken up in the night and I'm like, what have I done? Like, (laughs) everybody's gonna hate me. Everyone's gonna be so mad at me. And then I realized, like, I was very transparent with what this is. Like, I really care. I think I'm caring a lot more than like most networks do. Like I genuinely care about their shows. So I think, you know, it'll be a learning experience. I probably won't be perfect, but I think the most important thing is I really do care about them.
0: Yeah, I love that. And and as long as that's sort of the basis, then you'll do what it takes, even if things aren't perfect on the way there. And, you know, so long as you are transparent and authentic and you take them along the ride, and know, not hide anything, then, you know, everybody's going to win and almost work together to to make sure this is a success. Because, you know, I've had moments like that before where I put myself in a position that is of service. And then I just freak myself out. And I just kind of gets sweaty palms and just wonder. And it's weird how we do that to ourselves. I don't know why that is the case. And, you know, we always start focusing on the negative what ifs But I mean, imagine the positive what if, like, what if this thing grows huge? What if this changes millions of lives as a result of the amplification that you're doing? I mean, that hopefully is exciting and also what you think about from time to time.
1: Yeah. And it does help that I already negotiated a sponsorship for one of my shows. And it was even with all the rev shares that come out, it was significantly more than he was getting on his own. So he's very happy. So I'm like, maybe I can actually like help them and make them happy and bring more security to their life too, because Mm -hmm. we do so much work for people and like not having to talk to sponsors or get ghosted by them and and like worry about putting in ads or when to remove them. Like that frees up a lot of time for them. So I'm providing security. So having that like negotiation that went really well, that helps too.
0: So good. What else has opened up since you you quit? I mean, I'm sure that's more than the the podcast network, but I like tell me about what else has opened up in your life as a result of of the big decision.
1: I think that's my main thing. I'm trying to get back on YouTube and you've given me some YouTube advice before, which was really helpful. So I'm trying to get back on there regularly because I know if I'm so close to getting that monetized.
0: Yeah, I I was looking at your channel the other day. so.
1: Yeah, it's not active right now, but um, I still get a lot of comments and people asking me to come back. So I'm going to try to do that. My Instagram is doing really well. I was looking back at our original episode because it's like a time capsule. Yeah, yeah. And my following was only 6,000 when I was chatting with you the first time. Now it's 32. So growing and growing.
0: Yeah, exponential growth. And it's just going to continue to do that, especially with the network and you positioning yourself as sort of the the leader, right? You're not better than the other podcasts. You're just helping to coordinate this. You're a negotiator. You're putting it all together and piecing it all together and using your special powers and now time that you have to, to be able to make it happen. So super proud of you, Jillian. I'm just so excited for what you've been able to do for yourself and just that tough decision to quit your job. I mean, again, to go back to what you were saying, it's like, I have amazing things to fall back on, even if this doesn't work, but you are doing exactly what you need to do. And I'm here in your corner and obviously you have access to me. Anytime you need something, I'm I'm here for you. And just thank you for coming on and, and sharing the update and you know, good luck with everything. And people should go and check out your podcast, Sober Powered. And do you have a name for the network, by the way?
1: Yeah, it's Sober Powered Media.
0: Sober Powered Media. Ooh, this sounds big time. <laughs> I love it.
1: Very <laughs> fancy. I have a logo and everything. My website isn't live yet because it hasn't launched, but it's basically done but yeah i'm working on it all i'm thinking about like how can i get a lot of noise for it and like how can i get everybody excited and so by the time this comes out hopefully it'll be huge
0: should be it should be you got a couple months or at least a month or two before this goes live so when everybody listens to this they should be able to check it out so sober powered media and again go and listen to sober powered on your favorite podcast app and Jillian, thank you again for the update. I'm sure we'll connect again soon in the future and we'll see even bigger things from you. So good luck. Thank you. All right. Wasn't that an awesome update? Jillian, congratulations to you and your upcoming networker. By the time this comes out, your network will have now been Live. So again, sober powered media. I'm guessing soberpoweredmedia.com. I forgot to get the URL, but I'm guessing that's what it is. If anything, we'll put it in the show notes and whatnot. But thank you so much for coming back on, Jillian. And I look forward to seeing how the network goes and grows. And congrats to your fellow podcasters in the space that you're in too. Looking forward to hearing about events and other things you're doing and access to bigger companies who want to sponsor your shows. Absolutely incredible. Keep up the good work. And I hope you, the listener, will keep up the good work as well. I hope you got some inspiration from this. Where are they now? Episode which always happen at the end of the month here, and we got some more coaching to do coming up in the next episode. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Looking forward to serving you then. Until then, thank you so much. Cheers, peace out, and as always, team Flynn for the win. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session.